0: The ushers we talked about uh, so much so far in this series, which is a really powerful series. Uh, tonight, I want to deal with a with a with a, with a topic. Um, kind of like <laughs> got so much to share with you tonight, but uh, with my limited time, I got. Uh, but what I want to talk about tonight is, and I want to just this question: If I'm going to trust God. The question I have is, does God permit evil? That's, that's what I'm going to deal with tonight. If God is sovereign, why does he permit evil? Why does things um, happen? You see, because that's the question for most people, right? Um, I'm trusting God, but it seems like everything is what? Falling apart. Um, I'm trusting God, but it seems like you know, I took I take two steps forward, but it looks like I'm going five steps backwards. Right? So you're telling me to trust God, but is it God that's causing this to happen? If God is in control, why is it happening like this? Now there's a lot of there's a lot of answers to that, but and you got to remember one thing that throughout scripture. God has proven, amen, that he's in control even of people who are evil. Now watch this. All God is doing is playing out what was in their heart anyways. Listen to me real good on this one. We're thinking, why did this person go and shoot that up? Why didn't God stop? Well, you see, God is sovereign, and all he's doing is allowing what that person had in their heart to play out anyways. This is why we have to make sure that we consistently examine our hearts. Now, when we talk about God trusting him, here are three things you need to trust when you're trusting God, even when you see evil. Ready? Number one, you got to trust God's plan. Number two, you have to trust God's purpose. Are you with me? And number three, you have to trust God's timing. You hear what I'm saying? You have to trust what? God's plan. You have to trust God's what? Purpose. And you have to trust what? God's what? Timing. And the reason why we must trust God's timing is because everything is going to eventually happen and will happen according to his timing, not ours. We are just actors on the stage. God is the one. He's the orchestrator. He's the architect. He is the controller. He is the sustainer. He is everything. And what we as his people have to do is accept What he has allowed. Now, the children of Israel had come back to rebuild the temple in in Ezra's time, right? And then you ask the question, why did God allow the king and the people there to go into opposition of them building the house of God? Why? Why? God sent them back to build, and then when they went back to build, they ran into what? Opposition. Watch this. You're trying to do something good with your life. You're trying to turn it around, but, but it seems like every step you make, listen, just because you gave your life back to God doesn't mean that everything is going to become what? Easier. As a matter of fact, the more difficult it is, it means that you've done something right. Are you with me? Why? Because, watch this, God is not a genie. And the oftentimes we have to learn through pain. Oh, I just said something. Oftentimes we need a little pain as a reminder of where we've been. Go to Ezra chapter 6, I'm, Ezra chapter 4. Ezra chapter 4, let's just look at that. I just wanted to just peek there for a second, okay? Ezra Ezra's chapter 4. I'm going to look at that last verse, I believe. And then we're going to look at someone else tonight. Ezra chapter 4 and verse 24. Matter of fact, verse 23. Ah, Somebody read from verse 19 for me. Can you imagine that they're in the will of God, right? They're going back to do something good. And all they face is opposition. Come on. And we're saying, where's God in that? Listen, don't always want a life just that's just smooth. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you about that smooth life. It may be a swelling. Come on, somebody. And not something that you're really building and you're learning. We learn to build through what difficulty. I learned that if I put my hand on the stove, I won't get burned. So guess what? I ain't doing that no more. Amen. Amen. And sometimes we have to because of who we are and the makeup we are cuz a lot of us we have a tolerance for different things. So oftentimes God has to allow things so that we will we can get over the tolerance level so we can get to the to the to the level of okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? And until you get to that level, you're not going to the next level, right? But what does it say? Somebody read that for me. A decree has been issued by me. Go ahead. See that? Now, rebellion and what? Revolt and what? Have been what? Perpetrated in it. Right? Go ahead. Uh-huh. Governing mm-hmm. all Hold on a minute. See, man think they're in control. This was all under God's sovereign watch. You know what God was doing this for? He was doing this for his people. What he did not want them to do was come back out of Babylon for 70 years and move into a life of ease. So he allowed certain situations to happen where, no, stop the work. Like, God, you sent me here. Why are you stopping it? Come on, y'all. Opposition doesn't mean that it's over, y'all. Opposition just means that you're getting ready to get over. Come on, somebody. Amen. So every time, listen, when you when you're trusting God, okay, because of what you know about Him, because you know He's sovereign, you know that He's in control, okay, then you will look at adversity with a, in a different light. Amen. You're not gonna whine, you're not gonna complain about it, but you're gonna say, God, I'm gonna trust Your timing. Remember, God's what? God's plan, God's purpose. God's. T- if you can keep those three things in that order, you say, "Okay, God, your timing, your—I mean, your pr- your plan, your purpose, and in your time." Okay, go ahead. Beware of being negligent in carrying out this matter. the king. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the secular king that they're trying to please and appease. Okay, go ahead. See what they did? They got see, this is how the world works. The world will pass laws to stop us from doing certain things. If the enemy can't get you on a out, you know, on a one-on-one hand-to-hand combat, guess what he's gonna do? He's gonna try to go through the channels. You ever get a combi like, well, you ever, you ever do this? You ever do this? You, you buy something, you go back and take it back, thinking it's under warranty. And they say, oh, yeah, it just expired last week. <laughs> you know, and you sit there looking at them like, hold on, man. All this time I didn't had it, I wasn't using it, but now you tell me it ran out. You understand? And you're wondering, like, okay, what's this about? But here's the thing. Even in things like that, that's how the enemy does. And what the enemy does, he wants you to constantly do this blame god for all the bad things all the difficult things all the evil things that you encounter but you got to always remember this scripture romans 8:28 god causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose look look at the, look at verse 24 then the what of, on the what Where? What? Why? (laughs) Why was it stopped, y'all? It was stopped because a decree was passed by some evil men, but even with those men being evil, it was under God's sovereign control. Oh, y'all ain't trying to hear me tonight. You're like, well, why, Pastor? Listen, I can't tell you why God wanted it done like that. But obviously, God is smarter than me. So guess what? I'm going to say it one more time. Whatever he allows, I accept. Amen. And not to accept what has happened to you. Watch this. Watch this. It shows ungratefulness because, watch this, you're still alive. You will survive whatever you face if you face it, watch this, if you don't run from it and if you continue to trust God. Are you with me? We do not know why God allowed the enemies of his people to prevail from one time to another. It is enough, though, to know that God can and does restrain the harmful acts towards us. Watch this. Because he is sovereign. It is enough to just know that, God, I get it. Why did my car break? Come on, y'all. Why did my job lay me off? Why didn't I get the job? I'm going to get to some of that here in a minute. But here's another illustration I want to show. What is it saying it in that last part of that verse? They stopped the work. Okay, good. Now I want you to go to Genesis chapter 37 for me. This is Bible study, right? All right, good. Just checking. Genesis chapter, uh, tw- uh, I say, 37? I'm asking the question like God, why? I want you to read for me. Uh, well, yeah. Let's read verse one. From verse one, let's just. I wanna. I wanna kind of. Uh, I, I wanna. I, well, let me do this. Uh, I, let me just give you the Cliff Note version, and then we'll read to where I want you to be. Okay. So Jacob was a was the younger of all the brothers, right? And Jacob had a dream. Jacob, Jacob was a dreamer. But the problem with Jacob is that his dad showed favoritism to him. Okay, and this is, the, this is where with children, you got to love them equally. You can't show one favor than the other, right? But, but here's the thing. The thing about Joseph is Joseph was so excited about his dream. I'm trying to help somebody. Not everybody's going to be excited about your dream. Okay, they, they, they may hear you. They may say, oh, yeah, that's a good dream. But they not they may not be with you. You understand what I'm saying? But but I want to show you something about this young man who had a dream. He shared it with his brothers. But, but look at this. Look at this. Look at this now. Look at this. Look at this. Joseph told his brothers that the dream was that he would rule over them, that he would be the leader of the family. And they're like, man, they would look at him like, what is wrong with you ah i got i got something for somebody today god is so sovereign that he will give you insight before things come to pass you understand what i'm saying you may not understand how when why and when it's going to come to pass but you have a a sense of assurance that something is going to happen right Come on, y'all. Come on, play with me today. Watch this. And God, God, God is so sovereign and so in control that he told Joseph, he shared with Joseph a dream. Joseph shared the dream with his brothers, but their reaction to the dream was not like his reaction. So what did they do? What did they do? They plotted to kill him. Here's the deal. God showed him a dream that he would rule over his brothers. But God never told him how it would come to pass. Watch this. Oftentimes, we don't really know what our purpose really is. But we have a clue that I'm supposed to be doing this. Watch this. But God never shares with us the path to getting there. Joseph now is taken, and rather than they killing him, they threw him in a pit, left him for dead. One of his brothers scooped up and said, "You know what? Let's not do this. Let's sell him into slavery." OK. You're wondering, why is all this stuff happened to me? I'm getting thrown in the pit. All I did, I'm innocent. Most of us, that's how we feel. Why did this happen to me? It's happening to you because God has a greater purpose for you, but not everybody understands that purpose, and what the devil wants to do is destroy you before you can become great for him. That's what it's about. It's about your assignment. It's about where God is taking your life. You're, you're not just to sit around and just live. God has a greater purpose for us. Are you with me? Joseph now is sold off to the Egyptians, to one group, and then he was sold off to the Egyptians, and then he's found himself from the pit To the pallet from the pit to the prison to the palace. But when he gets to the palace, Potiphar's wife made a move on him. Now watch this. Here's a young man who didn't do anything wrong. You're saying, man, I I do all the right things, Pastor. I, I mean, I try. I ain't perfect. But every time I try, man, I keep getting pushed down. I think you're focusing too much on the pushing down and not on the purpose that God has for your life. Because the more you are pushed down, the more you need to know that there's a greater purpose for your life. The more they push you down, the more you get back up. The more they press on you, the more they step on your neck, the more you rise. Joseph, 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 Joseph went into Potiphar's house. And Joseph, Potiphar's wife, made a move on him. And because he refused her advancement, she made a sexual advancement towards him. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to dishonor my God, and I'm not going to dishonor the king who put me, but I want to, I'm not going to dishonor God who placed me in the palace. See, here's the thing. His situation went from bad to worse to good and then bad again. And so after he ran away, guess what? She screamed. Rape. Come here, Como. I'm just playing. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch watch where I'm going with this, okay? Watch this. We don't know what happened in the governor's palace, in the governor's mansion. We don't know anything, but what we do know, amen, that when a man or a woman is innocent, they don't have to defend themselves, they don't have to get angry. A lot of us, when we get, when we're going through stuff, when we accuse of stuff, we get all irate. That means you're guilty. But if you're not guilty, why are you getting all high rate if you know in your hearts of hearts that you are innocent? Now, watch this. If you ever try to come before God and say, God, I done did everything right. Why is all this thing happening to me? I want you to pause for a minute. And I want you to really take an inventory of your actions and your thoughts. Y'all follow me? Joseph is then thrown into prison and forgotten. And you're wondering, is God orchestrating this? Why did he have to go through all of this? Here's what I want to show you. God was not the orchestrator of that evil. God allowed his brothers, his their evilness in their hearts to play out. Stop blaming God, y'all. Stop saying God is picking on you or God's got a problem with you. God ain't got a problem with you. God, listen, it's the people who meant evil for you. Watch this. But what I found out about this, Joseph goes from the prison. He's in prison. He meets a guy. He's a baker. He told the guy, hey, listen, man, when you get out, give a word for me. You understand what I'm saying? Put a word in for me. Well, what happened? No word. No word. Finally, Joseph is out. He interprets the dream. The dreamer now is in prison. Let's talk about it for a minute. Let's talk about it. Let's, can we talk for a minute? You didn't do anything. You stood up for what's right. You could have slept. How many other men slept with Potiphar's wife? How many other men gave in to her advances? This ain't the first time she made advances, y'all. Come on now. But here's a man who stood for what's right. And yet his payment. Oh, I'm trying to talk to you for a minute. See, we have, a, we have the wrong idea about God. See, we don't know how God operates. We want to bring God down here and put him on our turn. Well, this is what I believe God should do. God said, no, I shouldn't do that. You see, the pit, the palace, the prison was part of, you need to write this down somewhere, of the process of development for Joseph. And also part of the process of bringing God's plan to pass. That's what it's about. It is not about us. The moment you stop thinking about you, you're going to be better. I'm going to say it one more time. Listen, take the woes out of your life, will you please? Woe is me. What was me? What was me? They picking on me. They doing this to me. They doing that to me. They this. They that. Well, let me ask a question. Let me just ask just a small question. What did you do? I'm innocent. (laughs) So, what did Joseph learn in prison? What did Joseph learn in the pit? What did did Joseph learn in the past? He learned, guess what? That the palace ain't all that it cracked up. He learned that in the palace, you got to sell your soul in order to stay there. Here's what he learned. He learned there's a lot of corruption at the top. Here's what he learned. That's what he learned. But check this out. The beauty about God. I'm in chapter 40 right now. Amen. Joseph interprets his dream. Joseph then, verse, chapter 41, verse 38. Somebody read for me. I'm having fun with this. Joseph, the brother's decisive and executed plan, you know what it did? It aroused jealousy in them. Their evil plan achieves historical realization. But the historical events that happened was a product of God's divine activity. See, they thought that they were messing with Joseph, but all they were doing was pushing God's agenda on the stage. <laughs> I'm going to leave for a second, okay? Watch, read for me real quick. Then what? Hold on before we keep going. First of all, his multicolored coat that his brother stripped from him, he got a new one. But watch this. From the pit to the prison to the palace, promotion. Let me just say this, we complain so much that we can't wait for our promotion. How are you gonna complain in the prison and then wanna be in the, be in the palace and want promotion? Your attitude while you're down on your face matters. And your attitude about God, don't you? Can't just get mad about what's going on to you in your life right now. What you all upset? That's the reason why you're still there. Think about it. Why would God take a disgruntled, upset, <laughs> Want it my way and put you over the whole of Egypt. You see, what got him promoted was his ability that God gave him. All of us have a God-given ability and all of us have a gift from God. And God says, if you change your attitude, I will use you. But watch this. I'm going to bring my purpose on the stage. Watch this. Here's a man now who, who, who the king now, oh, one other P, praise. He got praise. Watch this. He got the highest praise that you can get, but God was glo- let me show you. Let me show you something in that verse right there. Watch what it says. Watch what he says now. He says, so Pharaoh said to Joseph, since who? See, there's the glory. See the glory? Since, since, see, why did Pharaoh mention God? Because Joseph didn't lose his cool in the midst of the prison sentence. Man, if anybody needs to be mad and upset and crazy, it's Joseph. Can you imagine how many of us waste our lives being mad? mad about because we didn't get this mama left me daddy left me i didn't have nothing growing up we didn't have no food this that and the third and we're so stuck in past that god is saying how can i give you a future if you're still living in the past how can i bless you if you're still talking down and you're not speaking things that bring life Do you really realize that God has put a special gift in you that He wants to use for His glory? Look what look 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 What Pharaoh said. Listen, Uh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, "Look, since God has informed you of all this, there is no one so discerning and wise so that Pharaoh give God glory." Yes. He recognized the source. Does your life lead people back to the source, or do they think you're so smart? Oh, Oh, man. I want to tell you, God is sovereign, y'all. And even with the, I'm trying to show you something. Even with the evil that's happening in your life and the things that's going on around you, he's orchestrating it, man. He's allowing some things, but he's orchestrating some things so that you could change your attitude about it. Rather than being upset, whatever you lost, you know what? I I, I stopped thinking about the things I lost. You know why? Because the things I lost, amen, it was laden with sin. Come on, man. It was full of corruption. It was full of all kinds. How I got it, I should have never had it. No, trying to hear me. I'm going to say it one more time. How I got it, I shouldn't have what? Right. So no wonder why I lost it. But you take a believer who goes through the right channels, and you got a 1985 whatever, and it outlasts every new thing on the road. It's got AC, you've got tent, you got, come on, somebody. It gets you to where you need to be, and God just keeps blessing you until he blesses you with more. See, see here's the thing. When we are not content, it's where we fall into trouble. Watch the text. He says, you shall be over my house. Amen, right? So what did he do? He clothed him with all this stuff. And verse 43 says what? And he had him ride in the... Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Can I say this to you? Not everybody can ride in the second chariot. Because everybody wants to be the king. But there's one king. Here's a man. Who went through something we probably couldn't? Eat. Listen, now you know prison back then wasn't like prison right now, okay? Where well, you get AC and you get you know you get three square meals and and a roof over your head. No, you in chains. You you locked down, okay? And then, <laughs> you know, but but Joseph endured. The, the The beautiful thing about Joseph's Joseph's attitude is this: he did not. Complain or blame God. Watch this. Here's a man who went from this. And moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, Though I am Pharaoh, yet without your permission, no one shall raise his hand or foot in all the land of what? You see that? Then, then, then Pharaoh named Joseph. He changed his name. Is that Zephanath? Panay? And he gave him what? As Senate, the daughter of hold on a second the priest though <laughs> of own as it so hold on a second hold on a minute hold on a minute not only did he get a position not only did he get a blessing not only did he get second chariot he got him a wife i'm going to say it one more time he got him a what a wife and here's what Joseph understood. Where I am now is where I'm supposed to be. Remember, his brothers and father is still alive. But here he is. His father already thought he was dead. Watch the text. text says, and Joseph was how old? 30 years old. He went in here as a young man. Now he's an older man, young man, really, young adult at 30, and he's second in command. You see, what they meant for evil. Oh, I wish I had somebody. I'm going to say it one more time. What they meant for evil, God turned it around for what? Now, I want you to go to chapter 40 50 now. So a time, a period passed and there's a famine in Egypt. No, there's a famine around the world. Because Joseph was put over as second man in, in, in charge in Egypt, what Joseph did with his stewardship, he was storing up grains. He didn't even know why seven years worth of grains. Oh. Man, imagine if he was still complaining about what happened to him way back when. The whole world came into a famine. And everybody had to come to Egypt to eat. You see, by now, he's about 80, 90 years old. Chapter 50. (laughs) Okay. Watch this. What he didn't know at the beginning, God already had chapter 50 in his mind. You see, rather than us thinking that we're being picked on, we ought to say, God, you are preparing me for a purpose. You're preparing me, amen, for something greater than me. And if I am willing to yield my life completely to you, you will bring it to pass through me. Not that God couldn't use anybody else. So you know the story, his brothers came came in there. Joseph recognized his brothers, the ones that threw him in the pit. He invited them in for dinner. And he wept. And he wept because he thought they were dead. They thought he was dead. They didn't even recognize him. See? But can I tell you something? Man, God, when they threw you in the pit, y'all, they thought they left you for dead. But I thank, that, thank God that he has a sovereign hand. I thank God that through, through the through the Egyptians, and through all of the people that he was sold into slavery through, through passing from hand to hand. Come on, somebody. Pushed here and pulled there from pillow to post, up and down. You were this and you were that. You lost your house. You lost your car. You've been through so much, but hold on just a little bit longer. And one day, your family's going to look to you. Your friends are going to look to you and they're going to say, man, (laughs) what we meant for evil, (laughs) God turned it around. You see, by then, Joseph's heart has already been healed. That's why he didn't hold a grudge. I'm trying to help somebody. Because when he saw his brothers, let me ask you something, what would you have done? first thing you do when you see people that owe you money? <laughs> What's the first thing you do when you see people that did you wrong? The, the offense comes right back up. But not so with Joseph. When Joseph came into the people that threw him in the pit, he looked, you know what he did? He hit the rewind button. And then he hit the forward button. And then he hit the rewind button again. He said, okay, that. And then here's what he did. He looked at where he was now. He said, you know what? I could be mad. I could kill them right now. I'm second in command. But you know what? I forgive you. Can I tell you something? The greatest thing that you could ever do is forgive those that hurt you. Because the longer you hold on to that pain you can't carry out God's purpose. You will delay what's inevitable because eventually you'll have to come back in their presence again. And God said "God said, this family you know what Joseph becomes? The savior of his family and he ruled over his family Just like he dreamt, it came, but how, I'm trying to paint a picture here for you tonight. You're looking at the spots in your life, and you're saying, there's nothing for me. No, no, no. Every single event, what even happened to you today. was part of God's sovereign masterpiece. Can we all be great? Yes, we can. You say, but I'm I'm here at the end. Man, listen, you don't understand where you are right now is where you're supposed to be. The Bible says, and Joseph fell on his face and wept over him and what Joseph fell on his father's face on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him and Joseph commanded his servants and physician to what embalm his father so the physicians embalmed Israel now 40 days were required for it for such is the period required for embalming and the Egyptians went for wept for him what 70 Days, You with me? Now look at verse 20. Verse 20 says, as for you, let me back it up. Let me back it up. Verse 15, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was what? They said, what if Joseph bears a gr- See what they're thinking? See, he left them some 80 years ago. they didn't change. Be careful of people you left behind. And when you reunite with them, they think that you are just as wicked as them. Or nothing has changed about them. They're the same. Look what they're thinking. He done fed them, clothed them, took care of them, bought them in the palace, all of that. Gave them special treatment. And look what they're thinking. Uh, I hope he don't bear a grudge against us and pays us back in full for all the what? Wrong which we did to. So they sent a messenger to Joseph saying, your father charged before he da-. Look how they, look how they, boy, they, see they lying. They name dropping. The man is dead, but they name dropping. Dad said, look, hold on now, don't kill us. Thus you shall say to Joseph, please forgive, I beg you, I beg you, the transgression of your brothers and their sin, for they they did you wrong. And now please forgive the transgressions of the servant of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Why was he weeping? Because he knew they hadn't changed. He knew because guess what? He knew they lied. He knew that they were not telling the truth, but he wept because of the pain that he felt. But watch this. Then his brother also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servant. But 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 Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for am I in God's place? As for you, you ought to highlight that verse. You meant evil against. Already in, but even with that person being evil, God can still bless you and bring to pass his purpose for your life. Give God a hand clap of praise. (laughs) There's no other way, there's no other way to look at this thing. From the history of Joseph, we see that the same thing may be for man. In one point of view. And from God in another. And what man may do sinfully to injure the people of God. God may affect through them for good. Using those people to bring about his purpose. Let me ask you this. If you didn't go through what you went through. Would you be here tonight? So you had to go through that. And so, remember this. God is in control. God's what? Plan. God's purpose. God's timing. They meant it for evil. But God meant it for my good. I I, I I stand in awe at times at Joseph. That's why I know the story. Because I couldn't I I don't I don't know what those periods were like, those painful periods of his life. And yet he does not come out like his brothers bitter. Angry, upset, woe is me. So tonight, if you need prayer, you know, Pastor, you know what? (laughs) I wasn't looking at it like that. (laughs) I blame people. I I mean, I've been there in my life. I used to tell my story. I used to tell, I used to always use my woe is me story. My mama left me an apartment. <laughs> whoa, whoa 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 you know what the greatest thing she ever did was left me in that apartment because had she not left me I would not be the man that I am today and so tonight if you're here tonight and you need prayer